Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Rebecca, good morning. Talk shoes. Recorded live. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So, um, today is day 11 of the Qualifying Men Rewrite Recording Series. It is uh, February 15th, uh, 2018, Thursday morning, 8 o'clock. Me and Rebecca and Sophia. And uh, if I did this in um, alphabetical order, it would be Rebecca, Sophia, and Tony, um, RST. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Just needed an L and an E. Uh, oh. Say it again. Rest. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what could be E? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all are so ambitious. Evolution. 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 Okay. <laughs> so last night I began uh, to write, and what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read you uh, the introduction that I'm creating to uh, for qualifying men. Because I got to create an introduction, because I got to ground ladies in the context um, and hope and all that stuff for for this thing. So I'm going to be reading it and I'm also going to be uh, retyping as I say it. And you guys, ladies, excuse me, y'all are not guys. Well, you don't know how to act like guys, but y'all are ladies. Um, <laughs> uh, I will be editing as I go along. And uh, I got a dead stop at 8.55 because I got a 9 o'clock call. So today and tomorrow, by the fact, matter of fact. So, uh, I'm at 8.55. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, you ready? Ready for you. Good. All right, introduction, the the introduction. What's stronger, oxygen or bricks? Just because one of them looks stronger doesn't mean that it is. Maybe it's a good idea to understand strengths and weaknesses before we go any further because in today's society, Men are perceived to be stronger because of their physicality. However, without women, there are no men. Without women, there is no beauty, emotionally amazing experiences, and so much more. Men may provide structure and resources, but it's women who make love, life, and relationships to die for. There's a story about about an Asian water bearer who walked 10 miles a day to bring water to the kingdom he lived in in service of the empire. For years, he carried two buckets on a stick that held a few gallons each. For about a year, one of the buckets leaked. By the time he got back to the empire, he only had one and a half buckets of water. One day, the bucket bucket that leaked spoke to the water bearer and said, I feel so embarrassed and worthless because I only bring half of what the other bucket provides. The water bearer responded by saying, let's talk about it tomorrow. The next day, as the water bearer is doing his job, bringing water back to the kingdom, he asked the leaking bucket to look on both sides of the road and tell him what he sees. The bucket says, on one side of the road, it's just rocks and soil, and the other side, there's flowers and butterflies. The water bearer then tells him, that's why I haven't changed you in any way and why I kept you. The bucket that doesn't leak does one thing and does it well, bring water. You, on the other hand, bring half as much water, but you also water plants, beautify the road, feed insects, and become food for small animals and so much more. 
When you know who you are, when you know who you are, you won't need anyone to tell you what your value is to others, whether you're worthy or not. Raise your self-esteem or anything else like that. No matter who you are, what you look like, your experiences with men or anything else, you're worthy of love, a great relationship, and a man of your dreams. That's what this book was created to do. People are hard to figure out until you learn how to figure them out. This book will teach you how to figure men out. It's hard to get men to do what you want them to do unless you know how to do that. This book will teach you how to do that too. Most of all, this book will teach you how to take advantage of your differences with the man in your life in such a way that you end up in the relationship of your dreams with the partner of your dreams. Yeah. Um, one one word that is uh, the like three sentences back. Um, yes. The word uh, the word I would use is inspire. Uh, with the men, like let's see, learn how to inspire your men. And other than okay. that, it was it was perfect. I I got goosebumps. I gotta shave again now. Thanks a lot, son. Wow. Yeah, it was great. So. So, in other words, that explains or like sets women up so that when they hear differences, they won't be felt like they're made wrong. I mean, that's the intention. Go ahead, Rebecca. I'm sorry, what? I was saying. I was saying that the intention of this no, intro. I, I, know, no, I know what you're saying, Rebecca. Okay, I'll just say. Um, I think that 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 actually completely 100% um, edifies the woman, so that she knows yeah. that you are on her side, and that what she's trying to do is provide something for her. Like it's not about the guys, you know, um, being this or that. It's about her creating the environment and support that she wants with the man that she wants, that she can create the life that she wants. And by doing it the way that for you present it this way. Um, she yes. can hear everything. Right. Awesome. Well, that was quick. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. So let me read that one sentence that you said I should uh, change, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it the right way, and then we'll be done with that. And I guess I can go back to where we where we left off. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to go that fast. Wow. Okay, great. Um, it's hard to get men to do what you want them to do unless you know how to do it. Unless you so know how to, to inspire them. Unless you know how to inspire them. That's it. That's all you got to change. In my eyes. Unless you know how to inspire them. Okay. Yeah. That's my suggestion. Yeah. You know what just hit my head? I'm just going to check in with this, okay? What just hit my head was, uh, unless you know how to inspire them and turn them into the five-year-old who loves giving the teacher an apple. No, no. you don't need that. Okay. No, 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 no. All right, no. <laughs> All right. just check it. Because <laughs> uh, that was the inspiration you know, like like there's always the five-year-old boy that wants to give an apple to you. Um, no, because that's not what you want to inspire him to do. You want him to inspire, you want to inspire your man to be the best him he could be. Yeah. Not because he wants to be the five-year-old that wants to give you anything you want, but because he wants yeah. to be the best him he can yeah. be. Amen. Mhm. Absolutely. I I 100% agree. I don't ever want a puppy dog chasing around behind me, going, "What can I do for you today?" No. I want a man who's going to be the best version of himself that he can be. That's what I want to inspire. And okay. In addition to that, in addition to that, because I support him to be the best version that he wants to be, he supports me be the best version that I that I can be. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Okay. Because um, anything less than that is 100% manipulation. 
It is not inspiration. It's it's not partnership, and it's not a relationship. It's manipulation. Okay, so I want you ladies to understand something. I completely get your context, but I don't want you to lose the context I was communicating, okay? Okay, what is that? Men need to feel successful and be successful. So have you said that in this paragraph, or are you going to say it later? Oh, that's got to be later. I'm not going to put it here. Okay. Uh, should I? Um, might as well bang it on the head because you're you're basically have the megaphone right now. You're megaphoning right now, like in pack. So if you're megaphoning, you might as well bang it in the front. Um. I'll be right back. So, I'll be right back. My mom is calling me. Okay. I definitely need her to explain megaphoning, but I mean I know when what a you, megaphone is. When yeah. you have the when you're making the introduction to the book, you yes. have you have total control of the voice, is what she's saying. Yes. Yeah. So, because because I'm um, because when I talk about the difference between men and women, men need to feel successful and be successful, and women need to feel safe and feel secure. That's a long conversation. That's not quick. So I don't know if it if it works for me to put that in the intro, but I definitely got to put that in the book. And it's interesting well, because I wasn't. Go ahead, go ahead. I think what you could say, and it would be a quick, quick sentence, would be by inspiring him. Um, you create an environment for him to um, be successful. Or I don't know. Okay. Well, I tell you what, where we're about to go in, yeah, where where we're about to go, um, is um, is that's the the, the chapter that we were starting at. You know what women bring. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also going to next talk about what men bring. And then how to combine it so that you guys, you ladies, can uh, really, you know, rock it out, the whole relationship. You know, that's a place where I'll be putting it, putting it in. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I got yeah. And, yeah. Okay. So when you say megaphone, <laughs> using that term, what's the what do you what do you mean exactly, Sophia? So at the at the end when you do when there's a men's a men's panel at um one of Alison Armstrong's events, you can answer yes. the question that's in front of you that the woman is asking yes. or you can answer the question you can answer a question that you wish that on if you were on the top of a mountain that every woman in the entire universe would hear. So it sounded yes. like to me that you needed to megaphone that. And why not megaphone it right in the beginning? Okay, so yeah, I've been on seven panels. That's why when you said panel, I'm like, oh, stuff. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, I want to say something about that real quick. One of the one of the most beautiful things, and also one of the ch- most challenging things I've ever done was be on that panel, being on the men's panel. Here's why: one, I got a chance to say stuff without being interrupted. Two, I got I got looked at as if I was like you know a god, like a hero. Um, but three, everyone's so, you know, in every panel, there's at least two or three women that was looking at me like, I don't know, like they was looking at me so intensely. I didn't know if they wanted to do me or they just fell in love with me like I'm Gandhi or something or whatever. But it was hard looking at them after a while. So uh-huh. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, my God. They eat you. Excuse me? They wanted to eat you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's probably the best way to say it. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I know, because I've been one of those women looking like, I want to eat you. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> I totally got it. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, I, would, I wouldn't mind talking about the difference between men and women. Uh, you know, because I, I can't talk about men's need for success without comparing it to women's need to feel safe and secure. Uh-huh. 
and it would take something. It would take, I'm going to say, at least another page or so, and I don't mind doing it. You know, um, and, and, you know, as I'm listening to you, I'm wondering if I should start there because when you did uh, Celebrating Men, Satisfying Women, pretty much the whole conversation was around men's need for success, women's need for safety and security, right? I don't remember because it was such a long time ago. And knowing that in my life makes my life work better. So I, I don't remember is the answer. Yeah. Okay. And I don't make myself wrong knowing that I need safety and security. <coughs> I mean, I do, right. but I, I, fix, I, I remind myself, oh, yeah. <laughs> Got it. All right. All right, so you know what? I'm going to think about that. But in the meantime, I'm grateful that um, that y'all are completely aligned on that. So, awesome. One shot, okay? All right. I didn't think we was going to be... Uh, I didn't think we was going to be going there. That's all right. All right, so now... Uh, apparently, yeah. A little surprised. I expected a little from, but uh, that was awesome. I'm happy. All right, so now I'm looking for the going back to the page we were at. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So we went through the five best things that women bring to a relationship that men love, uh, but don't bring. I love. Say it again. Sex, emotions. Uh, sex, emotion, oh, man, something, something, beauty, beauty, vision. What is the third one? Sex, emotion, uh, improvement. Encouragement. Yeah, encouragement, beauty, and vision. That was awesome. Yes. yes. Yeah, we love it. We don't know what to do with it. Like We, we, we can't do it ourselves, but we love it. So, but, uh, so now... There's, there's, uh, we're going to talk about the things that men bring. And uh, the purpose for me bringing up what men bring, I probably should say that now that I'm thinking about it. The, the purpose of uh, bringing up what, excuse me, what men bring is one, so you, can connect, so you can connect to how important they are to you, but also so that you can remember that when you're, um, y'all won't forget that anyhow. Y'all, it's not possible for you to forget what they bring if you want. Um, but also to support them in taking it to the next level, because you're always going to want them to take it to the next level. <laughs> just will. Anyhow, let me just read this. So the best things that men bring, they don't bring as many things as y'all do. They only bring three things. <sighs> so anyhow, so Success. For men, success is all about producing results. Men mostly focus on producing results and in relationships. Results look like bringing home resources, making you happy, and being respected as someone competent or greater by everyone so that everyone will continue to want them around. Your man wants you to be happy, and he wants you to be proud of him. That's what he wants. He What he does for you when he's being successful is ensuring your safety and security needs. It frees you up so you can enhance the lives of you both. Feel free to express yourself and feel loved by him since he's doing great things for you. Any, any comments, feedback about that? Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's... It's like they need constant attaboy. Okay. I didn't hear that. It's it's like men need like a constant attaboy. Um, respect. I think it's respect, Rebecca. Well, it it's that success. So they need like the it's not the 
Um, know what I mean? Yeah. So you need like your the little chores that that get accomplished. You know, like the the honeydew list. A lot of guys don't mind doing the honeydew list because as they accomplish it, they're getting that encouragement. I don't remember what the honeydew list is. Honey, do well, this. Honey, do that. Honey, please do all of these things on the list. Uh, 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 gotta go. Um, I don't get the vision that you get, Rebecca. I get the vision of a guy in the gym, and when he drops the weight, the <laughs> like that vision I get. <laughs> so um, yes. I don't know. I have I expect something different. But this is beautiful because this is how women see men's need for for success. Like he, you know, she's not saying it the way I'm about to say it, but it's like he's being a big baby. He needs to be patted on the back all the time. Oh no, 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 no! That's not what I meant at all. Well, but that's how it sounded. Yeah. And no. see, I, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. I know you didn't mean it that way, but that's how it sounded. But the reason why I'm bringing it up because it sounds like that is because many women, a large proportion of the female population thinks that way about men. You would agree with that? Yes. I think so. Yes. Yes, 100%. I would. So, so we got, so I got to address that and say this in such a way that the women who do think that don't get that thought from this statement. Right. I mean, the, the truth is, is that you should encourage your man. You should be saying, hey, good job, you know, even when it, <laughs> Even when really, like sometimes I'm going, I could have done that and half the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the other side of it, the other side of it is, if a woman is downplaying or minimizing a man because he needs to feel successful, she doesn't realize that she's doing the. Uh, female version of what men do when women are being soft and weak and need safety and security. Oh, you're just being a big old scaredy cat. What's wrong with you? Exactly. It's Uh, exactly the same thing. Right. And so I'm committed that everybody respects everybody else's need for it. Like, Like a man's need for success is one of a woman's highest priorities. I don't know how to say that yet. I actually never thought of it quite like that till just now, which is the purpose of being called, by the way. Right? Say it again. Say it again. A man's need for success is? Um, should be one of a woman's highest priorities uh. the same way you needing to feel safe and, success, uh, safe and secure is it should be, and in most cases, it really is his highest priority. Yeah, yeah. For you, you know but what I mean. Like small moments; those those small moments are the most damaging to to the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So I want to know how we could uh, communicate that. I don't. I don't necessarily need to figure it out right this minute. Yeah, but, but but now that I've brought it up, you know, there's a there's, there's a ghost of a chance of being able to make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but the, what what's so annoying to men is when women act like say you know success is egotistical. Yeah, and I, I can understand. Like I, I can understand. Like Excuse me. I don't like that either. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, come on, men are bigger than that. Come on. And, 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 you know, one of the things that I really want to communicate is that you want a man who's successful. Because that's the only man that's going to make you feel safe and secure. Yeah. You know, because you want somebody that's going to be able to bring you resources. You want somebody that's going to be able to protect you from, from this, that, or the other. You know, you want somebody that's respected by other people in, in, in everyone's eyes. The only way he could do that is if he's successful. Because if he ain't, everybody's going to throw it away. So women don't realize that they really want a successful man. 
And if they do, they usually think about it from the standpoint of, of a of, of gold digger mentality. Right. I'm going to use him for what I want. Mm. You know? I mean, you know, every woman would love to have their version of a Michael Jordan as a husband and a, as a man. Oh, or no, a it's, the, it's the one from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Y'all like, gonna have to explain Fifty Shades of Grey one day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, Rebecca. Woo! Gray, I will take him any day. That shit makes me drip on the spot. Oh. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Okay, so, so so I guess y'all gonna tell me about it now. I'm waiting now. Screw that. Okay, so it's like light bonded, a little bit of light spanking, some whips, you know, a little bit of. That's extra going on. <laughs> he, he's a dominant. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Rebecca, I'm saying like the lifestyle, the, 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 yes, I agree with you on that, but I'm also saying like that he has the beautiful place in the, the, the main city and is a helicopter good to go wherever he wants and that he has all these different toys and, that he's very powerful and create anything what he wants, and, and that is very sexy, too. Yes. I mean, he's the kind of guy that can be a dominant. He, okay. He, he can be a dominant, and he he can be wealthy and pull it off. It, it's the raggedy old dominant that's, like, nasty, 40-year-old dude that doesn't have any money that's trying to be a dominant that's not okay. Got it. It's, yeah, so, there's something very sexy about uh, being whisked away and, you know, having uh, this is, you know, here's your beautiful dress for this evening gala. And yeah. by the way, and by the way, I have vibrating panties for you. Like, that shit is a bomb. So. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to watch the movie or something. <laughs> I come all three out. That one's coming out, too. Yeah, Rebecca, let let him catch up on the other two, and then we'll all go see the third one. We have to, there we where go. We have to, what's in the middle okay. of Indiana and New York? Okay, Sophia. Okay, Sophia, you ready? You ready? What up? We can stream it, too. Yeah, so uh, we need to uh, – I, I need to see this, um, but I know since it's not in the movie theater, we got to get the DVDs. And Netflix. Or, you know, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, I say the three of us, uh, me, you, and your sister, see it at, at Deborah's house uh, sometime yeah. soon. Could you put the TV on her wall? That would be amazing. Uh, you, you want you want me to be successful? What? <laughs> that was a joke. That was, that was a joke. You want, me to, you want me to successfully put a TV on the wall? Come on. Would you put the TV on the wall? We could just, well, then we could comfortably and safe watch the movie with 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 food and treats. <laughs> yeah, where, where, yeah, okay, okay, fine. Where's where's the TV at? <clears throat> it's it's been sitting on her dresser table forever because she has the brackets just the TV. I don't know how to do it. She keeps asking me, and I, I don't know how to do it. Okay. Uh, I'm not the handyman, <clears throat> but I can I can figure out something and. Or find somebody to figure out. So, all right, all right, I'll take you care of that. You need a drill, and you need a screw into the stud. Yeah, that's what we got to do. <laughs> Rebecca, yeah. all right, can you all right. yours? <laughs> I have right, two TVs mounted in my apartment. Uh, I think I got an idea. I'm, a, I'm, a, I got somebody in mind that's masterful. Right? We'll, we'll, I'm thinking about Robert. Remember Robert Olson, my, my, the guy I used to live with in Jersey City? The white hair? No, the gray hair. No, he's hey. dark hair, but um, he was he was at the uh, he was at the uh, who's who training in um in NYU. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought, yeah, older dude, tall, skinny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna talk to him and see if he wants to do that because he could use watching it as much as I could, probably more. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll see you something with that. All right, back to this. So. Um, in this section, I just wanted to talk about like what men bring and why it's about success, but I really got to, I want women at the end of this book 
somewhere in the middle of the book or by the end of the book that they walk away saying, oh, my God, I really, really want my man to feel successful, and I'm going to make him feel successful. That's going to be one of my joys in life. I really would like to have that be the outcome, you know, because, because men, mature men who know how to do it and love, they love making y'all feel safe and secure because you're like, it's like mesmerizing. You're like hypnotized almost when it happens. We don't do it for that. We love it because then all of a sudden, oh my God, great. And now we get what we were looking for, which is success, a hero. We, we get to be your hero. Matter of fact, um, that's one of the things that blew my mind about Allison Armstrong with with uh, her her program. Um, she was talking to somebody, and she no, she shared in her in understanding women, unlocking the mystery. That was the first program I did. It messed me up about women for about eighteen months. I really need the support around that man. But anyhow, she was like, one of the things that had her do this program was. She was an SELP leader for Landmark, which is a self-expression and leadership program. I didn't uh, know that. Here. That's that's where PAC came out of. Yes, an oh, SELP project. Did she do anything else, or she just did the first program? She was a she was an SELP leader. Oh. That means she used to be an S. That means she used to be an introduction leader. Oh wow! But but also. She was, a, she was a staff member for Landmark. She was the finance manager in the Boston Center. Oh. Yeah, I'm clear. That's one of the reasons why she's such a great speaker. But anyhow, what she shared, what she shared was, um, you know, one of the interviews. So in self-expression and leadership program, they have this, this distinction called the interview. So she was talking to a guy. I'm not going to give you the. I'm not going to give you the distinctions. One day you'll do it yourself. But anyhow, um, she was uh, interviewing a guy, and he and, and he said to her, "You know, I wish that um, I could um, make you know my my make my woman feel um, safe and secure, or something like that. I wish I could, you know, take care." Of uh, I wish I could be her hero. And then Allison also was like, kind of shocked when she heard that. And then a few seconds of silence, he said, as a matter of fact, I wish I could be the her- a hero to all of the ladies that I know. And she was even more shocked. And then, she, you know, just a little bit, a couple of seconds of silence, and then he said, as a matter of fact, I wish I could be a hero to everyone on the planet. And then she realized something, that when talking to men, shut up until they tell you they're finished because the best thing that come out of their mouth is the last thing they say. Yeah. And then she also, but the other thing she said was, let me see here. Um, men want to be heroes. Women want heroes. Maybe this can work. <laughs> <laughs> so... um yeah, I guess a woman, you know, could be happy to have a hero, but like really recognizing that he needs to feel successful from, from the point of view of a man and have that be legitimate in the eyes of the woman, like have, like look at his need for success, B, he cannot feel safe and secure unless he's successful, which is the reality. Our our interpretation of safety and security is success. If we're not successful, we're not safe or secure, especially not secure, because nobody gives a crap about us because we're supposed to be successful. What's wrong with you? Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. Yeah, so, you know, this is this is this is the purpose for these these calls for the recordings because then I can get a chance to ponder the thoughts later and see how I can say it. Um, but yeah, it's so critical that women understand a man's need for success is not BS, it's not ego. It may, you know, you may get fooled into thinking it's ego when watching an immature man, 
but he's thinking about winning, not success. And that's why it might look like, you know, he's being egotistical. But no, for us, we're not we don't we're not safe and secure until we're successful. Maybe I need to be saying that. No, not maybe. Because that I, I think that translates. I think that could translate to everyone. Yeah, makes sense. It it, it lands. Yeah. All right, I got to see where I can put that. And maybe I need to put that in multiple places. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know, that's not a bad idea. Some things that are really important that you you keep reiterating them. In yes. Yeah. Right. Because a mature woman will be able to deal with it. But an immature woman needs to know this so well, she needs to relate to it the same way men need to relate to it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. all right. I'll complete with that for today. For now. I should say for now. I don't know about the rest of it. All right. So here's the other two things that men provide to the relationship that, that, that y'all don't provide. Love. Protection, number two. Men know they're stronger than women and as a result feel both obligated and honored to take care of their partner no matter what. Men view protecting their women the way mothers feel about protecting their children. They cannot not do it. Ponder that for a moment. I know I should say more about that now, but, but really it's like that. It's like it's like it's a it's an honorary obligation. We treat it like it's an obligation and it's one of the happiest things we can do at the same time. So there's no, we bring that. That's what we're capable of bringing. That's what we bring. We love bringing that. Even even the jerks that bully you around still like doing it, <laughs> you know. And then and then the third thing we bring is stability. We bring stability. Men don't like uncertainty, so stability is paramount to their happiness. Therefore, is stability part of protection, or is that the third one? It's the third one, stability. So it's success, protection, and stability? That's correct. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go on. No, no, no. It's good. Um, men don't like uncertainty, so, so stability is paramount for their happiness. Their focus on stability gives their partner the foundation to create and express create things and express themselves to their heart's content. Men don't like doing anything that's unnecessary, redundant, double work, or unreliable. So they focus on making life functional first, everything else second. When they're doing this, you can relax. When they're effective at doing this, you can relax. I should say it like that. Make sense? Yeah. 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 Now, it's funny, as I was reading it, I was thinking about this this uh, this uh, comedy video on Facebook, I mean on YouTube. It's called It's Not About the Mail. Not oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I'm gonna send you that one, uh, Rebecca, if you haven't seen it already. About this oh, woman she got about this woman that's complaining about this nail, but no, she's complaining about her head her head pain. And her guy's trying to rather than listen to her, he's trying to fix her. And she's pissed off that she's he's trying to fix her. She just wants him to listen, and he's only trying to create stability and protect her. And she's just talking about feelings and emotions. Hilarious. The minute and forty seconds. It, it, it's completely anyhow. effed up. <laughs> okay. say, say it again. It's so effed up. I know, I know, but that's the reality, you know. So. All right, so uh, I definitely got to add something to the stability part, even though it communicated to y'all. So the next thing I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm not going to be able to finish this, but I'm going to go into it anyhow. It's called Managing Relationship Interactions. So the quality of any relationship is dependent on the quality of the interaction between those in the relationship. The quality of the interactions depends on the following. Number one, 
the mindset of the people in the relationship. Number two, the level of understanding of each other's wants, needs, desires, and dislikes. Number three, the maturity level of both partners individually and collectively. Number four, the ability to influence, persuade, and impact one another. Each of these things, each one of these things on above list is an impact. Has, excuse me. Okay, let me start again. Each one of the things on the above list has an impact on the overall relationship. Each of them individually and collectively are active and fluid, meaning they're nonlinear, unpredictable, and difficult to see the connection between intentions, actions, results, and impact. Between intentions, actions, results, and impact. This section is about understanding the results you create and the impact those results have on the man in your life. You already impact men in, in relationships, whether you know it or not, or like it or not. The question is, do you know what impact you're having and why? Is the impact you have on men the impact you want to have? Uh, what impact are you having on men in general and your partner or previous partners in the relationship? Is your impact, excuse me, is the impact you have the type that leaves them happily sheepish, enchantedly, uh, enchantedly standoffish? Magnet, uh, oh, okay, oh, oh, that just got there. Okay, let me start with it. Is the um, impact you have on the man um, leaves them feeling happy? Sheepish, enchanted, standoffish, magnetized, angry, honored, bullied, turned on, turned off, protective, aloof, loved, resigned, thinking you're adorable, micromanaged, addicted to you, unimportant, inspired, emasculated, Successful, judged, proud, make wrong. What way do you want to impact the man in your relationship that you're with? How do you want to leave him feeling? You have the ability to have men feel any of those things on the list above, and you already do. You probably don't know which ones, how, and why you make them feel that way. However, you're about to learn how to wrap them around your pinky finger. Dear, right? So, like, you know, men will be like that. Like, y'all, like, women leave men feeling any of those things, but 99% of the, the majority of the time, women have no idea how come he's feeling like that. So, there are three parts to being able to make men swoon over you. One, knowing, knowing what you best bring to relationships, knowing what men most want from relationships, knowing how to best use what you bring to relationships to thrill and enchant him. So we went over what you best bring to relationships. Sex, emotionality, encouragement. Forgive me. Um, I I I have to get off, but beyond that, I'm in the area where I can't hear you. So um, it's going in and out right now. So I just wanted to take a second and say thank you. This morning has been really awesome. Um, I really appreciate it. And Rebecca, I completely enjoy you. So thank you. Enjoy you too. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I, I. I'm going to get off now, okay? I love you. Okay. All right. All right. I love you too. Thanks. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start that section again tomorrow because starting it in the middle doesn't work. No, it's kind of choppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, no, no, we we need to be clear about that. (laughs) Um, So I'll give you, like, the big picture 
just so that you'll be prepared for hearing it in detail tomorrow. Okay. But something that I learned when I was working with the, uh, a caterer is um, how businesses serve um, customers and the different types of customers, but really the different types of products and how to price them, different levels of product and pricing them. So what I discovered is that um, there's four different levels of product. There is commodities, there is products, there is services, and then there is experiences. So a, a, a commodity is usually the cheapest price because it's a commodity. It's, it's no different from it from any place else. It's just do you want to buy from this person or this place at this time? Right. And and then the second is turning a commodity into a product. So you're branding it, you, you're creating it in such a way that somebody could use it. And so it's really kind of like a do-it-yourself kind of thing. So if you talk about coffee beans, this is an example he uses, coffee beans, a commodity would be a hundred pound bag of coffee beans on the on the commodities exchange, and if you're going to turn it into a cup of of coffee, it would probably cost you like a tenth of a of a penny, one tenth of one cent per mm-hmm. cup from a hundred pounds of coffee. The next level would be taking that coffee bag and taking it to chock full of nuts or eight o'clock coffee and then turning it into a product where people could buy the can and cook their own coffee. And that would probably turn out to be like 10 cents a cup by the time they put the work in, right, between electricity and the travel and all that stuff, right? So figure 10 cents per cup. And then um, the next level is service, where you go to a store and you could buy yourself a cup of coffee that's already been fixed, that usually costs a dollar to two dollars, depending on where you're getting it. Dollar, dollar fifty in New York. It's already served, so you just on the way to work, you stop by the store, grab it, keep it moving, right? Service. Then right. the next level, the next level, starting with Starbucks, is where it's an experience. You buy the coffee, you pick the kind of coffee you want, you sit around in the place, and you know, and then the environment itself creates an experience. And right. um, you know, so in New York, there's uh this place tavern on the green. It is right. super smoking hot, high level, you know, four or five, star, whatever the highest stars is there. That's the who they are. And, uh, I don't know if coffee for $10 dollars up there. I don't know, but it's like the experience of, Oh my God, I'm in this place. Woo! Right, so the purpose of this section is to teach women how to continuously create to the highest possible level in depending on the area of life that they're dealing with how to have their relationship be an experiential relationship. Right. I come from the highest level of interaction. So that's what this section is about. And then I talk about what y'all bring plus what men want. And the combination of those, those two things becomes like massively amazing when women really know how to do it. So, for example, if you could use two or three things and combine two or three things in one interaction, and now he don't even know that he's saying, oh, my God, but he is. So that's yeah. what this section coming up is going to be about. And, uh, this is a guaranteed, oh, my God, winner when women know how to do this. And men will be so happy that y'all do. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we are like, Wow, she really like wow. I mean, like wow. Like all you can say is wow, you know. <laughs> so, what you think about that? Sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to. My commitment is to finish this rewrite by the end of April. Um, and if it happens sooner, I'm happy. But um, if the rewrite went goes as well as the introduction. Um, yeah. This is going to be good. Right. So, um, I don't know what to say, but uh, would you be willing to uh, ask Karen to uh, join the uh, 
communication courses, uh, uh, calls, 90 minutes, 8 o'clock. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to her. I know that that's her one day of the week that she doesn't have to get up early. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Well, listening to the recordings is not going to work because she won't be able to interact and ask questions. So. Right. Um, yeah, like if she's not interacting, she's taking a, it won't it really won't work for her. So, all right, well, you can ask her. You can have Craig come on too. He'll be a jerk at first, but then you know he'll soften up as he sees uh, how amazing this call is. <laughs> I'll let him come on on the days that he's actually up. Otherwise, I won't bother him. No, no, no. We we don't want anybody missing any session. So if that's going to be the case, then he shouldn't start. No. Right. Yeah, no, 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 no. He'll just hear you, about it from me. Right. Well, he can hear it in the background. That's probably about the best I would do it, you know. Yeah. Okay, I can I can be okay with that, but uh, yeah, he's not participating. He's eavesdropping, which is two different things. You know? <laughs> but so he always does it. Say it again? That's how he always does it. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's he's entertaining himself and cheating himself at the same time, but you know what do I know? It's an early call for him, and then, yeah. you know I get it. I get it. It's early for day I too. Wanna, only reason why we only why reason why we're doing eight o'clock in the morning is because of Tim. Otherwise, I'd be doing it at a different time. Yeah, that's way early. Yeah. Especially Saturday morning, please. Come on, man. Yeah. Hi, right, fine. Oh, all right. I want him fully in, and um, and I'm I'm clear that you know he he's thinking the first person that came to mind for him was Andrea Miner. I think she's a coach already, anyhow. I think, but um, he's saying yeah, let's you know have her on there. I'm like okay, who else you got? So for right. me, doing this, doing this as a beta test is going to teach me how to communicate what I need to do better, you know. So right. Awesome, I'm, I'm I'm feeling that. So, all right. So that's that's uh, that's all I got. I got a call in six minutes. Okay. My friend, my friend in uh, Bulgaria, Facebook video messenger. We'll have fun with that. All right. Talk to you later. Alrighty. Thanks for taking care of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see dead people. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.